Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Welcome to the most American of all podcasts. Your host is James Flippin. Podcasts. Your host is James, James Flippin. This is devastating news for you personally. For me personally? Canada Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says he and his wife Sophie are separated. Uh, he can't keep it in his pants. His dad was the same way. Do you think that's why what happened? I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from this. We're not recording, right? We are recording. So, dude, come on, tell me. you got to tell me. I thought I'm not going to say that. You wouldn't have said that? <laughs> I'll edit it out. Uh, whatever. <laughs> no one listened. Um... <laughs> I mean, I don't think that I was feel, that controversial. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that didn't work for them. That's too bad. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say anything about like any reason why as to what happened. But yeah, 18 years. So heavens and welcome in. See, that would have been useful at the beginning. To the most American podcast ever created. This is flipping out radio. What's what once was. Garden State Radio, and it feels appropriately identified as such right now. <laughs> you are now about to experience the most American podcast ever created. Rumpus time is over. Rumpus, rumpus, rumpus time is over. Time is over. Time is over. From all the The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. We're in a very Jersey setting, I'd say. And not many people would understand that, really, because I think if you were just like a random listener somewhere in the far-off lands, you might think Jersey, and then you're picturing, like, The Sopranos, or, like, you know, The Turnpike, and Smokestacks, and stuff like that. But Jersey is a very topographically diverse state, and we're in the beautiful Cape May region. Stay in Harbor, Ew. as they say. Harbor. Steel Harbor. And actually, it's nice to have Appleseed in the studio for the first time, which is, hasn't happened in a while. It's been a minute and a half. I couldn't been, tell you the last time, actually. I mean, you've called into episodes, but I can't remember the last time we recorded in person. No, it's been a very long time. It might be going back to your old apartment. Probably. Uh, like 2018 and before. Um, so anyway, I don't necessarily have a ton of, like set topics to get into. One, I do. Nasty to have any, by the way. Oh, I mean, I, just one because it's something that I really want to get off my chest and oh, like, okay. kind of talk about. Here we go. Buckle up. Because Chris got, like, all mad at me for it, in a way. Like, he is very... Chris is very, I would say... And, you know, God bless him. I respect that he feels this way. He grew up of, you know, modest means. So he doesn't like anything that would be seen as, like, impugning the poor, or like, you know, kind of like not being fair to people who don't have the means to do things and stuff like that. But when I'm talking about this topic that I want to get into here, I'm actually not really talking about people who don't have the means to do it, but those who choose not to. The suspense is... What I'm talking about is turnstile jumping. Go on. And what I see is tons of people doing it. Tons of people who are wearing, like, suits 
you know, wearing nice enough clothes. Like, I don't know where they're going to and from, whatever it may be. The MTA also has, like, programs that can give you, like, discounted fares and stuff like that. I think that people who ride the superhighway of going in the emergency exit and stuff on the subway are just, like, the ultimate freeloader pieces of shit. And they are, many ways, what's wrong with society. You know what? And I feel strongly about this. And this takes me back, now that you're here in person and I'm talking about it, it takes me back to the time that we talked about the singing of the national anthem. And I said how, you know, it should be potentially grounds for... No, no, no. I'll clarify this now. Uh, very clearly stated, if you vary the performance of the national anthem from the accepted standard... It's immediate prison. <laughs> yeah, immediate. I mean, I think you should go on trial. I mean, I'm, I don't know if I said like. No, you were like right away. But uh, but despite my reminders of free speech and all whatnot, um, you were very adamant that no, it has to be this way. Immediate prison. And uh, for the record, I disagree with that take. Well, thank you. Look, apparently I was very prescient because if you've read anything about Jack Smith's indictments, free speech is actually criminalized these days. It was Jack Smith. The special counsel investigating the January sixth stuff. Okay, I don't know anything about that. Good, I don't I, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Oh, it's easy. You just don't read the news and don't watch it. Well, but now that I work in it, I have to. At that's least true. Be aware yeah, of it. You can't. You can't not. You have to be. That's that's fair. It'd be nice though. It's the only time you're going to catch me saying that's fair and well, give you an out. Well, this week I haven't been paying attention to it at all, and it's been nice. Although I am referencing it because I have all the notifications on my phone and stuff. The other so day, you can't escape it. someone the other day said something like, "Suits is the show that Meghan Markle was on," and I was like, "Who's Meghan Markle?" And she laughed, and I was like, "No, really, who's Meghan Markle?" Nice. I, I forgot. No, That's I know awesome. who she is, but oh, okay. I forgot that her name was Meghan Markle, and I was like, "Who are you talking about?" And then she goes, "Royal family." Oh, okay, yeah, of course. You know, though, I do have to say, and I feel like you're a guy who's like kind of into in history, knows a lot about various things of cross cultural barriers and stuff like that, and I really don't get fascination with the royal family. Uh, some people really love it. Uh, I mean, absolutely. They're like so into it. Rock on. Not me. Not me. I just think it's so nasty and like the whole thing with it's hilarious. I read where they're, they can't give away that book Spare anymore. You know, Spare. The, oh, yeah, right. That was the, uh, the Redhead's um, autobiography. Harry. 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 You call him the Redhead because you think he's a uh, <laughs> uh, like a reference to the, like that the rumor that like Diana. It's true. I, he doesn't look like Charles. Well, he, that's actually not even what I was referring. He looks to. like that other dude. That's not what I was referring to. But I was just like trying to. Pe I couldn't think of his name in the moment, and that could be blamed on cannabis potentially. It's, but it's akin to calling um, uh, that reporter for whatever Esquire. Oh yeah, that's Woody Allen's son. Yes, it's sure. That's the blonde. What's what, what's his name? Uh, Ronan Farrell. Yeah, the one that's Frank Sinatra's kid. Exactly. As obviously as anyway. I mean, it's stunning how obviously Frank Sinatra's kid. Yeah. Is so yeah, that, sure, that's Woody Allen. Sure, sure. Um, but I'm glad we covered this. I feel like you feel the same way about the turnstile jumping. Uh, come on, it's not like if you if you don't have money, like if you are literally scraping pennies together. And I just want to make it clear that's not what I'm talking about. Eat. Like, I think it's an absolute sin that people have to live in the subway system, which they do. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that are, whether they're dealing with drugs or schizophrenia or, you know, whatever it may be, they live in the subway system. That's not what I'm referring to. So, if the, to answer your question, if you're doing it for any reason other than absolute survival necessity, you should probably not be Because to, to me, that. there's plenty of people, more than the average, 
who are doing it so they can like you know buy that extra top at Walmart on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? And that bothers me because we all pay for it then. Me moleste in Spanish. It bothers me. Yes, exactly. Me moleste. Um, so you know this is something that I really, I don't know why it bothers me so much. Me moleste. But it does. Uh, I'm moving on to a new one now. It bothers me. Yeah, me moleste. When people in public settings, and in this case it was on the train, it was this woman I was sitting next to on the train. You're doing a very Andy Rooney right now, just doing like, this was what's bothering me this week. Well, I mean, I can't help it. This is what I This is what I have. I write myself. All right, a woman on the train, please continue. She might have been sitting in front of me. She was sighing deeply. Okay, maybe bad news. But it's like, you know, like, what do you want us to do Where's about your it? empathy, brother? I, you know what? Honestly, I feel like I'm a very empathetic person. Oh, yeah, but in that yeah. setting, it's just like, what do you want us to do about it? All right, in this setting, I want you to have some fucking empathy. It's just the loud sighing. It'd be really, really tough. Explicit tag. Um, this, is, this is a story that I saw in the New York Post, where this woman's... Greatest headlines ever. Uh, their headlines? Post. They are. Yeah. This woman's husband died, so she got with his. She's dating his brother now. Okay. And all right, you know she's sort of saying all these people hate on them for it and all this kind of stuff, but that's, like they make it work. Rough. Right. That's a little rough. And I just wanted to say, like, I think. I guess she has a type. And and like it's like you know what? In a way, I'm glad that they can move on and help each other and stuff like that. Kind of like the original way that I first felt about. Um, Hunter Biden and his uh, brother's widow. You know, like they first when they that happened. Like she, he started dating his Hunter, his husband's Wait, is that widow. Real? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So the one that died, Hunter dated the widow. Yes. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yes. I'm so glad I don't watch the news. <laughs> and like at first, it was like at first it was kind of like, oh okay. Uh, that's kind of nice and stuff, but then you know, like I don't know if you've seen that movie Step Brothers, but oh, that's, that's scandalous. Yeah, you know, you know, like when he when they <laughs> fart in the interview and Seth Rogen goes, yeah, right, yeah now yeah. the now the tuxedos are kind of fucked up. <laughs> Originally, I was kind of like, oh, maybe this just like they got together for a short while to help each other through that or oh, something my. like that, but but like it was a little more sordid than that. Oh my! And that's when I said, okay, now the tuxedos are a little fucked up. Oh well. <laughs> that's, you know del- that's delightful. Yeah, I had no idea. Oh my. Um, oh this, my. This is something that I've kind of often wondered about, and I never really got to the bottom of it. I don't think anybody's ever really given me like a good answer about it. But I feel like again, I've made reference to this earlier. You sort of know some of these cultural things. I'll try. The mustache. It was like so popular. In like the 80s It's coming back now Okay But what happened To make it go out So hard In the 90s Like why was it just like Overnight It was like A creepy thing To have a mustache Because the thing Became the goatee And if you had anything But the goatee Even a full beard It was weird The goatee was what Everyone wore at that time Okay And then Ken was the outlier Because he just always Had a mustache Yeah and Ken was never I don't think maybe it's just because I always knew it's almost because he carried it over from the 80s he was like grandfathered in 70s maybe even but he was grandfathered in 70s. He, he wasn't like uh, for some reason in the 90s and definitely like the early 2000s having that mustache was just seen as like very nasty it was porn star it was you know LA biker cop it was right 
you know, all those awful things that you don't necessarily want to be in that moment. Right. Yeah. But some people carried it through, and now they are the OGs. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, it's been uh, nice being down here in Stone Harbor. The weather's been great. I trust the gulls are being picked up as they... Maybe they, we haven't heard any. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's really been that much overt gull There's noise. a gull. It's just, not, it's just like a little bird, like a little... Just being oh, there's quiet. one. Yeah, there's no, one. there's gulls. They're just not talking. Well, you know, our grandmother used to sit up here on this deck and count the American flags. Back then, there was not as many built-up homes here, so you could actually kind of see across the channel. But I have to say, I don't think there's... And this is not even me, like, trying to be my normal self and, like, waxing political about this, but I don't think there's as many American flags as there used to be. Well, maybe not. We can't We can't really tell. True. Um, but I will tell you this. Uh, Jackie knows uh, very clearly... Um, there are certain days when don't get in my way when I'm on my way to put that flag up in the morning. Because, you? Yeah. Oh, Great strong, stuff. Strongly. Great stuff. She knows that is a serious matter with me. It has to hang a proper way. It must be put away a proper way. And when it's time to be out, don't get in my way. Nice. Nice. Those are my colors. Yep. Well, uh... I've never really had a proper American flag at the house. We did have a flagpole, but it never really was, like, kind of sturdy, so we only used it for, like, ornamental. You were all about Mets flags. Well, at my parents' place, they yeah, had... They were all Mets flags. No, they all... They, my dad also had an American flag. No doubt, but it was more about the Mets flag. That was the big thing. That was the thing. That's that was off to the side by the... That put the asses in the seats, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I gotta get back to that. The Mets tore it all down. I saw Verlander's gone. Who else? Scherzer. Right, I forgot about that one. Who else? Uh, I mean, like, other guys are more like complimentary pieces that they traded, like Canna, Fam. Canna's gone. Yeah. Brewers. Fam. I thought it was Fam, but... It's actually Fam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they traded Robertson, who would become their default closer. Well... Hopefully they're bad enough that their record is kept below a level where even though they have the penalty for the large payroll, their draft pick won't slide. If you're below the top ten, if you're one of the ten worst teams in the league, even spending a lot of money doesn't wreck your draft pick, if that makes any sense. I feel like the unfrozen caveman lawyer right now. Yeah. Your world frightens and right. confuses it me. It does, it does. Because I don't know what you're talking about. There's right. a draft pick somewhere, and somehow there's a tax involved because you have money. And yeah, the, I mean, this last year, the Mets' first-round pick, so to speak, was actually outside of the first round. Because what they do is they kick it all the way to the end of it uh, because you spent so much money. So because the Mets had spent so much money. Now, of course, they just tore that all down, like a very expensive Stone Harbor mansion just being dismantled piece by piece. But, uh... <clears throat> we'll see. The form system seems like it's in pretty good shape now. One can only hope. So what else? What else is on your mind here? Uh, I, you know, um, I think it's worth pointing out, because we're sitting here, uh, unusual stretch of really nice weather at the shore. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the stats are, but I, from my memory... I don't know that it's ever been like this. Yeah, ever. it's always at least a little humid, or like you know, there's some rain somewhere. Even if it, even if it comes and goes pretty quickly, because you know it is a peninsula. Um, 
Yeah, truly. It's just gorgeous. Glorious weather. Yeah. And I feel lucky because almost every year you get like 30% of the days when you can even go to the beach. Now, I don't care about the beach, but everyone else does. This year it's 100% of the time. There's like no down. My only wish is that your shoulder hadn't been devastated by God. the it's bad man. home improvement project. It's bad. Because I want to play wiffle ball so badly. It's getting worse. Like reaching for turning things off or getting a cup or whatever. It's like I, I wince and, and recoil. Yeah. So what's the surgery just to get the rotator cuff repaired, basically? Yeah, and I know that it's like a six-month in a sling type of thing. So oh, really? I need to FMLA that or something when it's convenient because it, it's not... It's a whole commitment. It's not a simple thing. Wow. Yeah. Brutal. That's I don't even want to. I'm like I'm legitimately considering never doing it because of the inconvenience. Is there anything you can do to like mitigate, like maybe like strengthen the muscles around the shoulder or something like that? The the doctor says physical therapy is rarely enough to offset a torn cuff. You mm-hmm. know, like you when it happens, you you either just let it be and hope that it doesn't bother you, or you have to surgically fix it. And then it's it's different. It's like tighter, and it gets all, you know, irritated and whatnot because yeah. it's not natural anymore. Now it's been altered. Yeah. Anyway, man, man, man. Uh, do you? I'm looking at my mom's flowers here. Do you guys grow tomatoes in Colorado? Yeah, this year they're not doing well, and I think it it might be too much water. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the strawberries have done amazingly well. The grapes are bursting. That makes sense then if it was a lot of rain because the grapes want a lot of rain, right? A lot of a lot of rain, who's, and that's that's why Mad Industries two thousand. Perhaps they want to, if they want. I mean, that's we may have. Oh, I, I messed my pack up in an embarrassing way playing paddleball. Yes, <laughs> you did mention that once. Once before on the air, yeah, like a moment ago. Really? Or maybe not. Maybe. I think it was off. Are you doing your show? He, yeah, yeah, he's doing it. Do uh, you want to come on and, and join as oh, a guest? Maybe for a minute. You're wearing your Grateful Dead shirt. Yeah. The Dead & Company just played in Boulder uh, about two weeks ago. Dead & Company being John Mayer and the rest of the Grateful Dead. Yeah. That's a show to see. Yeah, we wanted Here? to go, but we had out-of-town guests. Do you know John Mayer? Have you listened to other, some of his other stuff? Oh, yeah. Because he's... Uh, how many? How long has he been playing with them now? By at least 10, 15 years. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, I, I mean, I listened to his records when... Uh, in high school because he was kind of like more like a pop music guy then um, and had some good records some good CDs as we called them back then I don't dislike him um, <laughs> but you actually you'll like this because I forgot about this uh, I don't think I told you about this when at the radio station one of the news stories that came up was that 50 Cent had said LA is going to go to pot because the bail laws are uh, the same as in New York, where like you basically can't get locked up for doing like horrific things. Like they'll just be like, "Okay, come back at this court date," but they don't lock you up. Like you have to like kill multiple people to like, actually get <laughs> okay, bailed. Okay, that's awful. Okay, yeah. And they got rid of cash bail also. Okay. Okay. I um, okay. So anyway, Fifty Cent said that's a really bad idea and it's not going to be good. Okay. And I was reporting on that, and I went on with one of the radio hosts, and I said, and that it's kind of ironic that he would be the one, but at the same time, maybe he's qualified, because he used to have songs like How to Rob. That was one of 50 Cent's, like, top mixtape songs before he got big. And then I went into, like, his whole catalog and, like, how we listened to it our senior year in high school and stuff. And Curtis Sliwa, the Guardian Angels guy, 
was like in the control room and he was like, what, why does this oh, Jersey boy know all this stuff about this Queens rapper? This is very suspicious. We yeah. gotta look into this. Why does he know all this stuff Can't about look into this? <laughs> but it's because I, because you know, 50 Cent, that was around the time when like, you know, hip hop was kind of crossing over into the pop category. First gull sounds with the show. Yeah, we needed we needed some gull. We needed gull sounds. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have any gull sounds yet. Maybe just some tiny birds, but not really the gull. So speaking of, um, uh, I'm good. Do you mind if I hop on a totally separate topic? Not at all. Coach Primetime Dion Sanders. Within three years, the Buffs will be in the national playoffs. You think so? It's recorded. It's now marked August second, twenty three. Within three years, if he stays there, if, I know, I know. But I mean, we we're moving now to the Big Twelve. Did you see that? Uh, I did. Well, yeah. And I don't know if I necessarily understand why that's better TV. It, it, it because it was very clear because Pac twelve is just not good TV, right? They just don't get as many viewers because the East Coast. That's that's part of it. But the big reason, the main reason, and the one that they didn't even bother to try to couch with other stuff, they were like. The university's biggest market for donors is Los Angeles, and we just lost UCLA and USC. So we're never going there anymore. People are upset about that. Because Pac-12 lost those two to the Big Ten or something like that. that's a big loss. They're defining schools of founding institutions. Wait, so UCLA left the Pac-12 also? And USC. Wow, I didn't even know that. To join, like, the Big Ten. They're playing Rutgers and Maryland and Penn State. Wow, what... How is Rutgers ever going to compete? I, I can't answer that question. Only Greg Schiano can answer that one. But you see the point. Yeah. They lost that big TV market yeah. and the out-of-town games that the alumni would go to yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, the Pac-12 is, like, shot now, basically. I don't know how they're going to recover from that. I mean, they're losing... Okay, so uh, that shows you how little I pay attention to the college football. So your point is Colorado left because they're like, well, USC and UCLA left, so yeah. we're out. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that about... USC it was and, UCLA. A, and, and then the secondary thing, which was always a concern, was yeah. the, the Pac-12 TV deal was not great. Well, I mean, like, this just goes to show you, and the one, I pay attention enough to college football to know how stupid these conferences are. I mean, we need to really just, like, be over, get rid of it already. With, like, 50 top teams or whatever it is, they're all the semi-pro teams, it's obvious. You know, the SEC, the Big Ten, or whatever it is now. However many teams is in the yeah, Big Ten. Yeah, I don't 10. know how many there are. 14, 15, It's not 20, even the Big Ten 18. anymore. I don't think they have like a Big Ten logo with like 12 in there somehow or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, they got cute with it for a little bit, but that's yeah. not even accurate anymore. Yeah, now... So they should just have like minor league football. It's it, whatever. If you want to like almost in like an old school NHL way, you could call it like the SEC division instead of like the Norris or something or the Campbell or whatever. You know, the Big 12, Big 10 division or something like that. Whatever you want to call it, but people are going to whine if Northwestern can't play Purdue on the 2nd October of the year. Yeah, every I think year. they will. Yeah. That's what's weird about college football is they have all those, like, traditions, but at the same time it's like something's, something's got to give here because I'm, it's like minor league football now. They're getting paid. I'm in agreement with the statement that something's got to give. Some of these programs are basically <laughs> mini, fo- mini NFL teams. And others are more kind of like, you know, what it always was, like college athletics, you know? Yeah, like so you can't compare Rutgers to Alabama fairly. No. Maybe you should be able to, because, I mean, there's a lot of good Jersey talent. Sure, but you can't right now. Alabama is like the Dolphins, you know? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like Jacksonville. No, it's true. I mean, that's what's so insane about Alabama, is like four or five of their best players get taken in the first round every year. Yeah. Every year. 
And I mean, like, there's other teams like that too, like Clemson and Ohio State. Rutgers gets one every couple of years in the in the top three rounds. That, you know, noteworthy. Right, right. And then he goes and knocks out his girlfriend or something. Wow. Give, giving us a great name. Wow. Ray, Ray Rice specifically. Yeah. I, yeah. I was gonna say that was very specific. Yeah. Uh, a little embarrassing, you know. You get a guy who's nationally loved, and then all it's really a shame. He was, he was a girl in the elevator, and it also kind of like it. The the other thing that's so brutal about the Ray Rice thing is it kind of took the knees out from like one of Rutgers football's best moments because that win against Louisville was very much on the back of Ray Rice. Yep. So that whole pandemonium at Piscataway moment is somewhat diminished. By the inclusion of Ray Rice. And I do remember, I hope you remember this too, but if you don't, I won't fault you for it because it was such an insignificant little moment. Uh, it was right when Rutgers was starting to actually look good again. Yeah. We were all gathered at Royce's house. Right. And Rutgers had just played and beaten North Carolina, a pretty good North Carolina team. Right. And the, you and your brother were, were sort of saying to me, like, because I was skeptical. I was like, Rutgers is always going to be Rutgers and they, they suck. And both of you were like, mm, that looked a little bit different. You know, they had a guy that was that was really kind of, and it was Ray Rice. Yeah. And, you know, they had um, that other guy who was like a fullback or something, Leonard, Timmy Le- Leonard, uh, Leonard, Brian Leonard. Brian Leonard. He and, played in the NFL, too. Yeah, like they had talent. And they had a kicker named Ito or something like that who was kicking from 58 yards. or Right. They had talent. And it was like, all right, well, actually... You shouldn't be so skeptical because yeah. they did kind of look all right. And she, I'll never forget that. You guys both said that. Yeah. Shiano was uh, really on top of it um, at that point because he was just like, you know what? I'll take the three star recruits from Miami and they can play in New Jersey because they're not getting the love from Florida State and Florida and Miami and stuff like that. But we'll let you play on national TV every week. Come play for us and try to make it to the league. And it, it was awesome. It worked out, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah. As far as uh, what, what was I gonna say? Oh, you referencing Uncle Royce? How awesome was that MIT video? Mm-hmm. You should drop the audio in. I point. should. I should put the audio um, in that. Yeah, it, it's uh, and hearing, um, you know the the one that you remember, the the more lively and energetic is sort of like it, it, it's a glow. It's like oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. you. You know what I'm talking about, that that video I showed you of the MIT uh, recruitment right. where Uncle Royce was kind of like big up in the <coughs> athletic department. And I didn't realize, I guess, that he just kind of like did that for them because that was in 97, so yeah. he wasn't working for them. Just like being a helpful fellow. Yeah. But I like the way you said it, that he said when he retired that he was going to like help Princeton. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's just like, oh wait, MIT, I'm going to do this too. Yeah. But for what it's worth, he did a lot of Princeton stuff too. I'm sure you know that. Yeah, After he did, retirement. and and uh, you know some of the teams that we don't think about or talk about so much, you know, like uh, soccer, you know, swimming yeah. and diving. Yeah, but he got some good coaches in there, and he was and he was really into like supporting women's sports, right? Yeah, yeah um, Title Nine guy, right? Good well, stuff. Let's, let's just leave that part. Well, well, I mean, no, that's it. <laughs> You want to wind me up? Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding because, like, I'm really honestly kidding because it's all weird, the fact that there should be. I believe there should be women's sports. I guess we probably shouldn't get down that hole. Don't open okay. that Pandora's all right, box fine, right now. Fine, Thank fine. you very much. I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at Nothing that. Nothing good will come from it. True. Um, but, yeah. 
but that I thought it was cool that because uh, like sports always brings the different generations together, and I liked that um, Bobby flipping at Dibfest was talking about when he would throw the football with you down here at Stone Arbor, yeah, and just like you know when you're at that certain age. You know, like, people that have a certain amount of athletic ability and they're older than you, you're just, like, kind of, like, marveled. He was like, your dad could throw the ball 50 yards, you know, like, because <laughs> that's, like, that's what it seemed like to him, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. you would just be like, keep going, keep going, you know what I mean? And, uh... But I never really got instruction, you know, I was a, a back, and, you know, if you're going to be a quarterback or whatever, then it, but... Uh, really, was, Pop-Pop never showed you how to throw? No, not really. Um, you know, talk about throwing a spiral and so forth, and not a lot of the instruction behind it. Yeah. So uh, you just kind of picked it up on your own, just throwing it and figuring out what felt right or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. But uh, um, you always talked about the importance of getting the football back because, like, you can kind of short arm a baseball sometimes, but you really have to try to extend yeah. your. To get Load the full arm movement with the football, want. yeah, you need little things like that can make a difference. But and I went, and I was at Princeton, and when I started, I don't know when that decision was to play me an offense at the uh, tailback position. Um, but that's when they took a look at how I was throwing. So you know, you probably haven't thrown that much mm-hmm. right? in high school. You were. Fullback or whatever. Fullback or halfback, and Cosmo um, Yakabazi was one of the assistant coaches. Now, just to interject, the importance behind that is tailback, and most of the time, modern football fans would say, "I'm I don't really understand how there's any sort of like difference here with tailback, fullback." They'd understand is more a blocking back, right? But halfback and tailback. Tailback was in single. What's that? Single wing, right? Single wing, yeah. And basically, it was kind of almost like a running quarterback, right? Yeah, and and you know, a lot of teams played like a wildcat in the modern what they call wildcat nowadays. Yeah, and a lot of teams would play single wing, maybe in high school. Yeah, a coach that knew it or whatever, right? And kept with it and so forth. Um, but that sort of faded away. Yeah, people, you know, because you had. They had to recruit people, you know. And they say, well, you know, a quarterback, yeah. No, well, you could be a tailback in our system. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, it started also kind of changing where the preference, I think, moved a lot to, like, option, right? Like, from there, they kind of started playing the triple option or, like, the yeah. veer option or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, which is really not that different in a lot of ways, but... I was like playing the option on video games. But he. Uh, Roy, it's the fullback and it's the pitch man. Royce, because uh, I, I was so young when he played, I didn't see a lot of his games. Um, you know, it was 14 years difference. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Which is, I always, for some reason, I remember for years I thought it was just a 10 year difference between you guys, but it was actually 14. Yeah, I was born in uh, July of '48, and Ben Royce was in May of '34. Uh, yeah, one year after they were, they were married in 1933. Um, 
but you know, and I never got that much of a chance to talk about that. But some point I did, um, and he just said, matter of factly, he said that that sure helped me a lot because like, we moved around a lot during those years. Like to have me up stationed here, and then stationed back in Philadelphia. Yeah, I don't think I even knew that until some years later. Where like they didn't they spend time in like the Baltimore area. Also, Charleston or? was one. Charleston, yeah, um, possibly Baltimore. If I'm, if my memory's I, I, yeah. maybe I was thinking of Charleston. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but he said, which I can understand. You know, because it's tough to move into a new area when you're a kid. I mean, tough. You know, it's uh, right. It is for anybody, but yeah. Um, since he could play every sport, right, very well. It was easy. Ultimate uh, icebreaker. Okay. You want to be on our team? Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll pick, we'll pick him. Yeah. It's all throw the ball. It's all run. Yeah. We'll pick that guy. And he said it helped, you know, you know kind of integrate into the local. And I know that. You know that. It's from pickup games. Yeah. When you're a kid. It's like, we'll take that guy. Who's that guy? Who's the new guy? Well, it's actually funny because I... Uh just on the opposite end of that coin. <laughs> I was talking about with Chris that I wanted to get a wiffle ball game going, which kind of got, unfortunately, that we have discussed, shot because John's shoulder is not doing so well right no, now. No bueno. But um, Chris said he wasn't so keen on the idea anyway because <laughs> it reminds him of getting picked last for... <laughs> well, you're laughing at that. That's, you're a horrifying a- monster. Because <laughs> it's hilarious, Chuck's the position too. That's your special person. I know, world, but it's but it's a laughing. funny because it's a very funny juxtaposition to Uncle Royce having said, "Oh, that made it really easy yeah, to socialize." The opposite. And stuff. What's the opposite of that? <laughs> yeah. What a monster you are! I mean, I understand your perspective. Oh, I understand your perspective. How do you face Chris every day. I mean, you know, life is about finding humor and yeah, and everything. Oh, you ain't lying. <laughs> but it's always like the numbers. You know, like you'd be playing basketball on a, on a court in a park. And um, so the numbers were such that they, they might need everybody right. to play or they don't have enough of a team. Well, that's, I mean, I remember when we were getting instruction from Dave Kennedy when we were in high school. We had, like, hitting lessons with him. And he had us go to Harrell after doing some tee work and soft toss work and stuff like that. And he had us play what he called Wanna Cat, which is where you don't have, it's an automatic out if you hit it to the pull side of the outfield. Or vice versa if you want to switch it up that way or whatever. You know, like you have to pull it to, and then that way you can cut down on the number of defenders you need. We can't have a right field, so. Right, so if you hit it there, it's an automatic out, or foul, or whatever. Oh, he definitive foul ball. Well, definitive. I guess maybe that's yeah. what they did. I think with one a cat, it was an out, but I don't even know. No, no, it's foul ball. Oh, it's foul. <laughs> I apologize. It's foul ball. Um, so we did that uh, with the Canada. And I want a cat. Exactly. Exactly. My uh, my time is running short here. All right. Well, you know what? We're actually at a really good stopping point here. It was nice to have not only Appleseed back on. The generational show. Yeah. But, th- Dad, I don't think you've ever been on Flippin' Out Radio before, have you? I can't remember. Yes, absolutely, yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Stop it. Stop Down it. Down here, probably, You're embarrassing right? yourself right Am now. Am I? Yes. Well, Stop you know, the, the reason that we said Stop it earlier. It. 
but this has been <laughs> the most American podcast ever created. I'm James Flippin. He's Johnny Appleseed and John Flippin here on Flippin' Out Radio. Heaven's very good. The most American podcast ever created. Rumpus time is over. Oh, here's your blessing. Oh, baby. Hunter Biden and his uh, brother's widow, you know, like they first, when they, that happened, like she, he started dating his Hunter, his husband's widow. Real? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the one that died, Hunter dated the widow? Yes. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yes. I'm so glad I don't watch the news. And like at first it was like, at first it was kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of nice and stuff. But then, you know, like, I don't know if you've seen that movie Step Brothers, but... Oh, that's, that's scandalous. Yeah, you, know, you know, like when he, when they <laughs> fart in the interview and Seth Rogen goes, yeah, right, yeah, now, yeah. The, now the tuxedos are kind of fucked up. <laughs> This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. I hate Flippin' Out Radio. Like, you know, check, test right now. Check. And if you do the same. (laughs) Hot mic. Hot mic. Yeah, Human Torch was denied a bank loan. They're not hot, big levels, but I think it'll be the fine. Human Torch was denied a bank loan. And the ambient noise Unique and stuff. New York. Let me get my, uh, my phone. So let's just start it over. You know, yup. We really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of new money though. (laughs) Hey! Raindrops, drop top. Bucket of kick of a hop up. I don't know the crew the up the hop the chain. Bad and bougie. Bad and bad and boofy. The Shrimp savage roofies. Clack. All set. Woo! Woo! Wreckers of wreckers of wreckers of wreckers of. I want to pick up a right of you. Woof! Eat the whole walls loose. Hopping a frog, woof. Up in a hip in it. <laughs> the hidden the devil keeps up a bit. Cash! Yeah, pull up it goes. Yeah, but that was a top. I was the fight as a horse. Wait, wait. That's a rock. <laughs> Dab another run again. Raindrops. Drop top. Smoking no cooking, no hot box. Dot, dot, dot. Cooking no dope in a. Raindrops. Drop top. Smoking no cooking no hot box. Dot dot dot. Cooking no dope in a. With a bad And the the Uber the Uber. Was a bougie. Cause I keep the Uzi. 
<laughs> We're from the north, yeah, that way. We're from the north, yeah, that way. We're from the north, yeah, that way. Hop in the lip of the air drag race. Ray drops, drop top, smoking no cooking no hot box. Dot dot dot, cooking no dope but I wake another. I don't try the Monday. Come up my dick, I get that chain. Come on, they do but just say chain. Bad a booty. Hook it up. Catch me outside, how about that? How the how the how too? Catch me outside, how about that? Hook it up, though with a Uzi. Catch me outside, how about that? That is right, how the right too? Ho, ho, ho. Out of play, seven, give it, eight, three, eight, eight, your wifey, eight, your bitches, eight, your wifey, bitches, bitches, love it, buddy, let it, duck it, fuck it, I don't talk to the future, so drink a bad and bougie. I'm always hanging with shooters. I need to put you somewhere secluded. Ray drops, drop top, smoking, no cooking, no hot box. Dot, dot, dot. Cooking up dope but like Ray drops, drop top. Smoking no cooking no hot box. Dot dot dot. Cooking up dope but like. Remember this summer coming. When I was thinking coming booming. I saw my neck in the coolest. Suicide with the ooze. I pull up, I pull up, I pull up. Cooking the, cooking the, whipping the, whipping the, working the fucking the rapata. Get with the rapata. All right, I think we're done. I think we might be done. This is. It's a ground. It's a ground. Ray drops. Drop top. Smoking no cooking no hot box. Dot dot dot. Cooking no dope in a. I have no opinion. Not in Jersey. You're looking cute, Georgie. Well past the explicit tag, I say go f yourself. James flippin'. Hot mess flippin'. Flipping out radio. Not the first time nor the last time will have been had. I don't see any signs for food, I'm gonna take it. I believe it says lodging, but no food. There are always other signs for food and fuel. But if there's no signs at all, I'm not exiting. McDonald's and Best Western. Yeah, I do have to go. suffering here. What a dick. Where's the McDonald's? I'm in pain. You fucking dick. Oh, and this fucking douchebag. Oh, God. Where's McDonald's? And they're going the same direction. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. I 
always get fuel if I need it to. If I can't find the McDonald's quickly. Okay, alright, McDonald's. If that says more than a mile, I'm not doing it. Okay. Didn't it say to turn? Did I? I I saw a sign that said McDonald's this way. This way, right? Yeah. I think. I don't know. Okay. All right. I can't fuck around with this too much longer. Some trailer park is going to get a shit on their front porch if they don't yield up this McDonald's soon. Dandy. You know, either way, I'm stopping there. Okay. KFC. Okay, I'm good. And I'm good. Arch. Okay, okay, okay. Ah! Standalone dominoes. You don't see that every day. Okay. Oh, you fuck. Okay. I gotta cut this guy off. Possible attractive? Possible? Okay, okay. Okay. Whoa, it's fucking jammed. Oh, of course. Oh! Oh, shit. Oh, these fucking people. this. May you never develop this condition. It's no fun. Can't find my way home. Watch this bathroom be fucking jacked up too. We are such a hot item that it's like, you know, different brands want to be promoted on Garden State Radio, so they sort of fight to give us free samples, and I think that's what happened with Wendy's. Little so do eat, they know. Eat fresh. We don't uh, sample All right, I'm here. starting off hot. Explicit tag. James, you're a fucking ass. Wow. <laughs> 21 <laughs> minutes at Wendy's. 21 minutes. He texted me this bullshit text, like, spicy, return, send. Crispy, I love send. the spicy crispy. I Chicken. Love like, there, it's like yeah, a free, I have to decipher shit. I don't know what the fuck to get. There's fucking, there's whipped cream spilling in my fucking car. That's going to smell great in the summertime. Whipped whip cream? Because he, he had to get this fucking fruity-ass fucking thing I, with the listen, fucking whipped cream. I, I need a I'm, frosty with uh, caramel and fucking yeah. I just want to say I'm a fucking woman. I'm happy hate you. that it's Apple not seat my furious today. Jesus. Oh, what a fucking listen, asshole. Listen, I... I'm on fucking crutches. I got surgery. He's got me stopping at the fucking... You did say... There's like five... I see you, Luther, with the crutch. I feel you. I you feel did you. Hey, why don't you go and stop at the fucking Wendy's for me, huh? How about Listen, that? I, an able-bodied guy with a fucking car on Route 17 in shouting distance of every fucking fast food thing on the planet can't go five I'm minutes. I got to stop 21 minutes at Wendy's on the way over here when I'm already late. This is bullshit. Garden State Radio. But the thing is, Appleseed, you did it. Of course I did because I'm a fucking nice guy. And I appreciate you? it. What a I, fucking do. I appreciate the food. What a uh, you did uh, send your crippled cousin to wait a second, the Wendy's. I, but, but I asked him. Hold no, on. No, can no, I I'm gonna say, re, no, you can't. I'm going to recount the story. He calls me at work when I'm working late and says, dude, could you please just stop and get anything for me? Just when you get there, text me and I'll text you my order. So I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts. And he's like, dude, is that it? Really? Can you go somewhere else? Oh, you're what such a, a bad fucking man. asshole. Hold on a second. You are such a flaming asshole. Hold on a second. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Hold on a so second. So now I got to go Wait a out second. of my I fucking do. way and find another no fast question. food restaurant. I said he to him, Brett, don't go to Dunkin'. Brett Luther is here, the official judge Good of Lord. 1980s Bowling Alley Trivia. What a fucking dick. Brett Luther is the official judge of 1980s Bowling Alley Trivia, and I'm going to ask him. I said, on the way, Brett. 
Is there anything wrong with on the way? I mean, he's driving. He's driving yeah. in the car. You didn't say don't now go to Duncan. Him limp so I stopped at Duncan. Go ahead. Everybody can just limp on my accord. Okay, jeez. You know, what is it already? Personally, and I'm crippled too with the busted up knee. I bet. What the hell are you doing? But uh, the thing is, what I'm asking if dick. he can run me a favor. I had to come here and run some production And elements. I'm trying to do a fucking right. favor. I had to put together right, yeah, a bowling alley trivia. I've been second. working since this morning Wait as well. a second. Wait a second, Mr. Matt. Okay. Just, just get a couple Boston cream donuts and have a nice day. Yeah, pretty much. Did and you go through that, the drive-thru? If Appleseed... I'm not getting out of asked Fuck him. There is a drive-thru. If, if I asked Appleseed... I thought there was a drive-thru. Wait a second. There is yeah. a drive-thru, If so I had asked bad. Appleseed to go, to, you know, can you do me a favor? Can you pick me up something? And he stopped and said, I'm at Dunkin' Donuts. I would have right. been like, three Boston cream and a bottle of milk. Thank you. And he That's said... That's not very he healthy. He said, it doesn't matter where you stop. That's not very healthy. That's not very healthy. His exact words were, it doesn't matter where you stop. Just text me when you get there. It doesn't matter. Other than Dunkin' Donuts. You did not say other than. Fuck you. Well, Fuck I, you. I neglected to include that. Yeah, well, I you neglected to put wow. fucking foot in your dinner. ass. I hope my there's no young ones going listening to this show. And I'm going to wiggle my fucking toes, and I'm going to tickle your fucking colon. Because it's going to wow. be deep wow. in your fucking ass. Wow. wow. I, I don't think it calls for that much it's of a thing. good thing these guys are related. Can I make a statement totally asshole. unrelated? What I get a, a lot of crap prick. on this show from Appleseed whenever I curse. So I just think it's kind of funny today that he seems to be cursing every you, other boy. word. Good I get a you. lot of flack from you. Good for you. Every you get a lot time, of flack from me. Every time I curse, he judgmentally rolls his eyes at me and, and says, oh, Good. explicit tap, explicit you, tap. Lauren. And now every That's, other word out of his mouth is a curse word. Well, That's listen, because I just like to give you a hard time. Suffice, I don't know. It, suffice it to say. It's a little hypocritical if you ask me. Suffice it to it's say. It's fucking hypocritical if you ask me. <laughs> heavens and welcome to Garden State Radio. It's uh, it's the little show that could. With listen, on, James, on James's side, because I do like to stick up for my and, man uh, and of oh, course sorry. Appleseed. No, Trainwreck Radio at its best. I'm just. I am on James's lap, so I should stick up for him. It is a drive-through Appleseed. I mean, let's not be dramatic. Don't worry, you won't be bothered with anything. It's up. not like he asked you to get out of the car and walk. It's a drive-through. All right, you spend 20 minutes in the car when it's driving is extremely. Oh, difficult. I spent a lot of time. In my the first car. day driving mm-hmm. since my oh, surgery. She, oh, she does. And I spent a lot of time. Well, I've actually go, seen you spend a night in your car. You? That was you? <laughs> I, yeah, that was right. That was at E's party. Oh, he's, oh it's a real story. It's I thought a real he, story. Oh, we no, I'm no. totally serious. I, I didn't spend the whole e, night, Lady and it wasn't e my is, car. Lady E is not with us today. It is real, Brett Luther. She's planning the She's next party. DTS. DTS. What's Down to socks? I don't know. Easy. Come on. What's DTS? It's a family show. Easy, Lauren. Watch your fucking mouth. This is him. I swear. You're st- Why do you Lord. have to sit next to me when you're like this? You, you, you need to like go home and shave and shower and relax. I've had a rough couple of days. Unbelievable. He's had, he's had a rough couple of days. Uh, you know, Did you bring listen. some extra spicy chicken sandwich, by the way, crispy? Because I like uh, it. No, oh, you want me so. to go back and yep. sit for another 28 minutes in the That's fucking line? That's a good line? idea. You know, I... He's which, a little Which heated. Wendy's did you go to? That's maybe true. he'll maybe, cool down. Maybe, maybe, maybe cool a good... Fr- I'll buy you a frosty. Next time, don't go to that one. 